Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Hey, 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 hey. So let's address the elephant in the goddamn room. Uh, Just so that everybody knows, too, the Kobe podcast we did, we did that before we discussed this. This is actual, real, uh, unscripted reality podcast. Yeah. And we did it in order. Yes. So our truths that you heard on the first podcast, or, or on the Kobe podcast, are actually... The truths. Yes. And this one is also going to be the truths. Yeah. Uh, but there is, again, in life, there can be multiple truths. Yes. Um, okay, man, look. <sighs> you know, this is, this, is, this is not the easiest thing for me. Uh, listen, I, I sent Andy a thing I saw on Instagram. Oh, um, man, don't read that. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Because it, it was it was it came from my heart. I, I saw this on Instagram and I sent this to him and it says, I can respect any person who could put their ego aside and say, I made a mistake. I apologize and I am correcting, and this is the most important part. I'm correcting the behavior. Um <clears throat> I always said you're not family until you smack each other in the face. Um and Andy and I have argued twice uh, in almost what seems like two years of doing this. Which is partly, I don't want to get away from this point, which is partly why this is fucking with me so much and I'm battling with this. But let me put that to the side for a second. Um, I know I'm not the easiest person to deal with. I know, even though some of it is so exaggerated and far-fetched and, uh, like I like to say, people's opinions of me or assessments of me without self-investigation, those things aren't accurate, uh, what they say and how they feel. But there is a small percentage of 
yeah, I can be a certain way. I'm I'm an Aries, zodiac wise. I'm a, I'm an alpha male. I'm aggressive. I'm New York. So I'm hot headed and hot tempered. So sometimes I make fucking mistakes, and I felt like I really made one this second time. Not that I didn't even make one the first time, but that one was a little bit different to me. Um, you know, and it was me that said to Andy during our argument, well, fuck it then, dude. We don't have to do the podcast no more, and you don't have to go on the road with me no more. Because I was upset. Um, and I even told my baby moms a little bit about what happened, and she showed me some sort of evidence that went, Aries, I looked up what you told me. Andy probably didn't know. So, yeah, you fucked up. So, you know, here we are. And, you know, like the saying goes, you know, you don't know what you have till it's gone, like I mentioned on the Kobe thing. And I'm thinking, like, damn, dude, your, your ego and your attitude makes you go, well, fuck it then. Do it myself. And I'm not even saying I couldn't do it myself, even successfully. But the challenge that that would bring. And I don't want to, again, I don't want to seem like I'm escaping from a challenge because a great quote I like is, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And I, I want to evolve. I want to change to be bigger and better. But I also know you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. And it does not make sense to break up the band when you A, have something special. B, you're in a groove. C, you're just really starting to find your legs, which means that once you get your legs, the rest is a playground. Once you finally figure it out and you start getting that Jordan stroke where you know it's going in, everything changes. And I just feel like, yo, man, it would be dumb. Podcasts. Suicide for us to not continue this thing because of a fucking fight. And, and, and let me just say this before I, I hand him the floor. Like I said, we've been doing this almost two years now, if not two years. It's over. It's, it, huh? It's over two years. Two, okay, over two years. More to my point. Let's just say two years because I have a number where okay, I, okay. I work this out. My okay. <laughs> There's 365 days in a year. 365 days times two. It's 7.30, right? Yeah. 7.30. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. 10, 12, yeah, yeah, 7.30. 730 days we've been doing this. And you mean to tell me we only fought two of those days? Now, you hear these horror stories about rock bands and groups that, you know, they're fighting every other week, and finally there's a breaking point, and they break up the band. Two days out of 7.30? That's not enough. That's not enough. You know, and, 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 and I told Andy when I saw him on Thursday, and I'm in the green room, and I'm explaining, and I didn't want to get too deep into it because he and I often, even when we talk about what we, we think we want to talk about, we start talking a little bit. And I don't want to go too far because I'm like, we don't, let's not waste it. We might say some gold we can't remember or repeat. So let's save it for the podcast. Yeah, the first time around is always better than when we yes. try to recreate it. Right. So, so my thing was, and as I was telling him a little bit, knowing I wanted to save it for the podcast, I said to him, dude, I'm about to cry. 
And I wasn't making that up. Like I really, it was hit me because I'm sitting here going, I said what I said. We did what we did. And I haven't, I hadn't worked with you for a while because I've been doing these concert dates and you've been off doing what you've been doing. And you forget until you're back in it. And I went, boom, I'm in Jersey. I thought you did this club, but you didn't. The, the, the energy was great. The crowd's great. I realize now how much, like, damn, this motherfucker helps me with the T-shirts, with the fucking car reader, the, 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 all the, the, you know, the podcast, the way we talk, we go to a diner. It's like, it's like you're right back in a groove. And it reminded me of when Jordan f- retired and the team changed. The only original... A teammate from when he came back from baseball was Scotty Pippen. And I remember there was this moment where Scotty refused to get in the game because Phil didn't want him to take the last second shot. He designed it for Kukoc and Kukoc hit it and Scotty was pissed and he refused to go back in the game and he let his team down. And he was so frustrated that year because it was the first time he was without Mike. And then it, it wasn't until Mike left that he realized the value of Mike. And at one point he was at the game and the camera was on Scotty and he was wearing a pair of Jordans and he lifted his foot up so that you saw the sole of his sneaker where Mike's emblem was. And he pointed to the emblem and he pointed to the camera and he fingered, come back. So for me, it was like, damn dog. I almost had a, like I had a Pippin moment where I was just like, damn, yo. And I'm getting all these emails and I'm realizing what, what people are saying. One guy from England wrote me, and he goes, man, you guys don't understand. I'm so devastated to hear about the news. Every morning I take the train to work, you guys are all I listen to. So I'm just like, England, wherever we are, all over, black, white, male, female, how long I have been saying on a podcast, man, I'd be glad we get some women listeners. I didn't know we had this many women listeners. I got so many emails from women. And it's like, I'm going, why these motherfuckers don't write in like this normally? It's not until something's got to happen that you find out who's who and where's where. So I'm saying all that to say, I'm, I'm like, look, man, I know I ain't got no control over what your final decision or feelings will or won't be. But if my opinion matters at all, like I said, I just think it's crazy that like two dudes slash family members can't work this shit out because it makes no sense to go the other way. So I want to know from you, like, and, and, and this is why I say truth, because my feeling is, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe my assessment is way off and you'll, fi- you'll check me and figure me out or help me figure it out. I'm saying to myself, dude, there's no way he could really want to quit this podcast Unless I did something that he's been holding on to and he's just sick of me. Because, again, I'm thinking, all right, two, art, two, two days out of 7.30 with two dudes, 98% of it has been great. It's got to be something else for you to do that. Because why would you want to quit this? It doesn't make sense. Andy Steinberg, ladies and gentlemen. Well, first, let me just say, first of all, before we go any further, when we talk about, you said family. Yeah. And, uh, and you are. your family. I mean, to me, you are. I, I think I've, I made, in my head, we became friends before you and I, before in your head, we became friends. 
uh, I think it takes a lot more for you to to open up to friendship. But I I I was like I I like I really like this Aries. Um, I think he's one of the most misunderstood people that I've ever met in this business. Um, so as far as our friendship goes, family, I, I I have nothing but love for you. I really do. But when you said uh, when you said why would you want to quit this? Because we're not. And it goes back to the stupid saying, we're not in show friends. We're in show business. And the business part is what I want, I, where it comes down to. And I could, we could, I could reverse engineer this and tell you like how these things came about, or I could just start from the beginning and, and then let you know how this ended up. But, and I think I'll start from the beginning. Because when I met you, we didn't talk a lot. And we, I, we've told the story in the podcast before about... Um, you know, I had to get to know you. I talked to you. Uh, I bought you the bottle of tequila just to say thanks. I didn't know if I'd be going on the road with you a lot more after that. And uh, getting, to, uh, getting to know you, uh, I started to learn a lot about you. And, uh, dude, I, I'm gonna be on- I-, I said I'd be honest on this podcast. I- I've never met a person with your talent at your age who suffers from more arrested development than I've ever seen in my whole life. What's arrested development mean? Uh, your development, Is he calling me a nigga? Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Your, your development was stopped at some point as far as your soul, how you get along with people because uh, when you hit it, when you hit, and this is, and, I, and I've explained this, not, I'm going to say this to you because I've said this to other people, and this is how I explain you on the road when someone says, well, I heard Aries was an asshole. I go, this is a guy who started... Uh, what did you start? 14? 14, yeah. 14 years old. By 16, you had heat. 17, you were a headliner. Is that about right? Yeah. 17, 19. Yeah, yeah in there. But you started to head- yeah, 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 and the only reason you probably weren't a headliner at 17 is because you were underage. And you- right. So, But your, your career launched. Right. And you did this at 17 when you were going on a, on a tour bus. What you're doing, you're not the same age as the rest of the people on the bus. Right. You're uh, you're in a different category in, in in the showrooms where you're the you're the kid and these are the adults, and so you were you were coming up all by yourself, and you learn to work by yourself. You don't have a crew, and and I'm telling you, this is the biggest. Uh, this is the the thing that holds you the back the most, I believe, in Hollywood, uh, is that you don't have a crew. You have a few friends, and your friendship isn't, like, you're not the guy who has, like, okay, I asked you about Super Bowl. So do you do any Super Bowl? Nope. You're not doing any Super Bowl. You're not, you don't have, <coughs> you're not Aerie Spears having the barbecues or the people coming over. Right. Gary Shanley used to have the basketball games. There, there's crews. Right. And you're not a crew guy. So you're on your own island. You're out there. And everything you've done, you fought to make your, your way and how it works for you. That's a very tough thing for someone outside your system to work their way into. Right. And I've done that in a way where I had to put my own feelings aside knowing who you are. Right. And so when you have certain things that you do, I'm like, well, he does that, and I can see why he would do that. I don't like it. I don't need it. I don't appreciate it, but um, it's all right. And can you give me an example? Of I'll give you some of the examples. Um, and, and these are more business examples. These aren't personal examples. Right. Like we're our personal friendship. As far as a friend goes, dude, and you, right. you t- there's, there's a few things in this business that I have some issues that I'll tell you about as we go through this. Um, you do things that cause uh, issues for like, someone like me that's with you. Uh, when you go long on a night and I deal with managers freaking out. 
right. and losing their shit. I have to defend you. They come to me. They free, and they used to come to you when you were the only one, when you didn't have someone on the road with you. Right. And you would just tell them to fuck off. And I can't do that. I, I, I want to defend you. I, I sit there, and I'm, I'm the guy that, that's taken, like, I can't believe it, and we, got, and we got another room. And I'm like, dude, you know, he's trying to give him a good show. He's going to give him a good show. Right. He's gonna, but you've done this for a long time. I, 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 and I'm going to tell you what I think would change some of these things, because you say you want to make some changes. I'll tell you the things. That I, I, I think there's a definite honesty and communication with your management team that needs to happen. Uh, you need to let people know that you're doing an hour and 15 to an hour and 30-minute shows. And then they can decide if they want to have a host or a feature. Maybe all they need is someone to come out and start the show, do 10, 15 minutes, and then bring you out and let you do your time. Because all it's doing is giving you a bad relationship with the managers, and then the managers talk to the ownership, and then there's always pro- – and then you get this thing, well, Aries doesn't care about any of the other stuff. Now, let me just stop you for a second. Um, and I want you to be honest. If I did that and said, hey, okay – let them come out and do 10 minutes, 15 tops. But more, let's just say more 10 minutes so I could come out and do my whole hour 30. Does that affect you in terms of you going, well, damn, I want to do 2025. So if I can't do 2025, it don't make sense for me to be on the road with them. Well, there's two, there's two parts to that. And sometimes it would be... Uh, as far where I am right now, it would be tough. It would be regular work, and I would be getting paid, and that would be good. Uh, but the other thing is, knowing that I was only going to be doing 15 minutes, I would do things differently. Maybe I would do five minutes of stuff that I knew worked, or seven minutes, and then do seven minutes of new all the time, because that would make it interesting. I'm not saying... But, but just, take, so, but but, take, you don't but just to, so you answer my question, because yeah. I want to be sure. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, would you go, I would rather do... 2025. Yeah, of course I would, but okay. but I'm not the name on the marquee. All right, I just want to. I'm just yeah. making a mental note. Okay, yeah, all right, and, and that's very important for people to understand, and and people need to understand this too when they talk about uh, headliners, because I hear, uh, you know, Ralphie May was famous for doing two hour shows, two and a half right. hour shows. A lot of comics are. Carlos and, and don't and don't lose that point. But okay. let me just say this in my defense, I get what you're saying. I I get that. But as much as these club owners bitch and complain, they keep bringing me back. Yeah, they do. Because the bottom line is I'm putting money in their pockets. Yeah. I'm not negating what you're saying. I'm just saying. But there's also something where your manager could say, listen, guys, I know that you want to have uh, 45 minutes to reset the room. But Aries does this much time. This is the time. And you may want to change your show time. And I've seen this before. I've worked at a club that has done this because they knew who the headliner was, where they moved the show times back 15 minutes. From the early to the late show. They add an extra right. 15 minutes. Right. There has to be an honest conversation because in no way after the amount of time that you've been on the road should you have to be going through this. That should be worked out well in advance. We know you're going to do an, at least an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and 30. That needs to be worked out because they want to flip the room. They want to do this. And this is a business. So I get their side too. Right. But you... They want a nice business where people, uh, because they want to make it easy for the server. Not, and let me rephrase that because it's never easy for the servers. They want to make it the best that they can for the servers and the experience in the room. You want to give them the best show. And those two should be able to live together uh, in a way that works for both sides. Right. And unfortunately, sometimes it's not. And I think that you get a bad rap from that sometimes. 
and that has really little to do with me. Well, let's go on to the other parts that do have a little bit more to do with me. But it does because when I'm in the room, I don't want to. I don't. I, it's not that I. I don't mind because it doesn't affect me. Right. Um. Not that I know of. But then, like last night. And this has nothing to do. These guys weren't the guys I'm talking about. Right. But then, you know, usually on the later show, I do more time. But I knew last night that they were they were ready to go because they flipped that room. And I don't want to go and do 25 minutes when a room waited for an hour either because I know they paid to see you. I don't care how funny I am. And right. I was funny last night. And the room was good. But let's face it. They wanted what they paid for, the name on the marquee. Right. So I have a responsibility to get the fuck off the stage, and like it was 15 minutes, both shows last night. And that's, that's still the responsibility that I have if I'm any good at what I do uh, as, as an entertainer, not as a comedian, as an entertainer, to get off the fucking stage and get what's supposed to be on the stage on the stage. Right. Um, um, little things that you do, that you, you have, dude, I know as a young person coming up in this business and making money before anybody else made money, there is financial uh, stresses that happen to people. And I can tell from working with you that people have taken advantage of you and you are very, you're cautious of what you, how people do things. Dude, uh, the way we, you do certain things as far as billing, as far as uh, how you want things taken care of, it is airy specific. Um, and because you have, okay, for instance, what we got in a fight about, so that people understand, uh, do we, can we say it? Sure. Yeah. Um, I sell your merchandise, and I've been using my square, so everything gets recorded on my square. I got my taxes back, and there's an amount of money that's owed on taxes because of this debt. Um, for things I didn't sell, I gave you the money because that's the way we do it. At the end of the weekend, we just settle up and we go on our separate ways. But the tax debt's going to be there. And our fight was, you called me, and you you were you were already angry because you were hit with you were hit with this, and I don't know how you were hit with this. And this is this when people talk about my pandemic side, I do try to see both sides. Pedantic, pedantic. You when you said to me when you started with me, I was like, well, I don't know how. It was presented to him. So I tried to be kind of reasonable about it. I was in a bank, and I was doing something, and I couldn't talk about it really at the time. And there is no denying that there was the amount of money that has gone into my uh, – that went through mine and it's recorded, and then I have to do take care of that with my taxes. And you were so frustrated about it, and the only thing I wanted to say to you, because uh, these are all given things – Yes, I didn't tell you uh, that there was going to be this tax implication, but I don't, didn't understand how you wouldn't know that there's going to be this tax implication. I didn't understand why you were mad at me, because even if I didn't know and you didn't know how great this tax is, and I didn't know that it was going to be this much money, and it is, still isn't that much money, but it's, it's, it's sizable. Uh, and so, like I said, since I didn't know and you didn't know, I felt like most people would go, oh, I never saw, I never even thought about you having that kind of implication and it would fall back on you. Right. I'm sorry. Let's get this taken care of. What can we do to work this out? Instead, you wanted it to be my fault that the government wants its money. That's how I felt when you came right. at me. And right or wrong, uh, maybe I didn't understand how you were saying it. Maybe you didn't understand how I right. was saying it. 
But I was like, there's only so many truths. The truths are this was recorded. This money has been given to you. I'm paying taxes on it. I just need to figure out how I don't pay taxes on stuff that I never received income from. That was it. Yeah, I, I, the mis- I think the misunderstanding for me was, based on what the amount was, the total amount, my whole thing was from dollar one to dollar final, as it was building, I, I was saying, why couldn't you bring this to me or why wasn't this brought to me before it got to the final amount so I, it didn't, I didn't have to be hit with it all at once? I could have I said, oh, it's this much now? Boom, done. It's this much again? Boom, done. But I just thought that you, it just built and built and built and built. And finally it was like, oh, yo, by the way, you owe this. No, and I'm like, damn. And that's what I said. I, I didn't get the billing back. And then I found out how much I owed on this one. And I let, uh, and uh, I wasn't even, that one didn't even freak me out as much as I knew what was coming up this year. Right. And when I got it all together, I talked to uh, your guy and he said, send me the information. And I sent him the information. So you got it when I got it. Right. And, and that's what she told me. Okay. So, uh, but, but, I, but I always knew there was going to be some implication there. And when you didn't understand that, that also freaked me out a well, little bit. Well, well, plus it was, remember, it, in the beginning, you said, don't worry about it. Well, in the beginning, it was, it was minor amounts of money. Right. But, and, but to me, don't worry about it still held its ground. So it, it, that's why I was like, even more, it was, oh, yeah, by the way, here's this. Whoa. No. And then it was, whoa, how is it this when you said, don't worry about it? Now, and like I yeah. said, whether, listen, man, whether it's $5 or whether it's 5000 I wouldn't leave you out to dry. No. If, 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 if this is what needs to be dealt with so that you're not left out to dry, dog, I'll do it. I, I just, I'm going off of, well, A, you told me don't worry about it, and B, before it got to this, where was a warning? Yeah. Well, and, and, and then this is where I'll take some responsibility in this. When I said get a square... And I was telling you, you needed to get your own square. Which I should have done. And, I, and you said you didn't want to do it right now because of whatever reasons that you had. And you said, can't you? You said to me, can't, you, can't, you keep, can't we keep doing it this way? And right. I said, okay. But I should have said at that time, well, there's going to be a lot more tax dollars. I could have said that at the time because I knew it. But I thought, honestly, Aries, I thought that you understood that. Um, and because when the moment you said don't worry about it, I everything went out the window. Okay, because uh, and you're right because when it was small and we it was maybe a hundred dollars here, uh, right. it wasn't a lot of money before, right? And so the amount of money wasn't really affecting my taxes. It, this right. is a this is a, a, a sizable, a, quite a bit si- more right. sizable yeah, yeah, income. Yeah, yeah. So it, it definitely affected me, but. As we're having this conversation, I go, dude, I don't have time for this right now. I'm in, I, I'm at the bank, and you're like, and I, and you go, and then you lost it. I was still like, okay, we're just gonna have this fight, and that's how it's gonna be. You, you know, let me just tell you where this comes from, and I'm not putting this blame on you, because uh, certainly it's on me. But to what you said a little while ways back, people are taking advantage of you. I'm trying very hard to get out of my. Mike Tyson, I'll fuck you till you love me phase. That's where I'm at right now in my life. Because, I, and you know, again, people like to say I'm bitter, I'm angry. And I'm not. But you are. But, but there is. Yeah. Because I, just like I feel like what, that's why I love Mike Tyson so much. That's why I felt his pain. Because when people are constantly pulling at you, poking you, prodding you, Warning from you, 
taking from you. And out of the goodness of your heart, you're trying to be a good person. You've done good person things. You've helped people. And you just keep getting smacked with all the unfair shit that life throws at you, that this business throws at you, that people throw at you. You get to a point inside where you're just fucking angry. And just like with Mike, how he just... I fuck you till you love me, faggot. Say to my face, you bitch, you hoe. And I said when we talked about that, man, that is a man in pain. So sometimes, dude, and I'm trying to get better with this, but when people say certain things to me, the way they say it, it's a trigger that goes off because I'm like, in my head, enough. Don't talk to me that way. I'm tired of being pushed around and made to feel enough. And I just, you know, certain triggers just, I, I, I explode because I'm like, God damn it. I'm, I, my baby mom's is financially milking me. The other one is, you know, like it be in my, get on my nerves. I got this fucking situation with this fucking, you know, this crazy yeah. motherfucker. Like, like, like. Like, fuck. Dude, the auditions aren't coming. Every time I got to read something about, oh, you washed up, you're, you're this, you're that. Doing shows where people go, yo, you're better than Kevin Hart. You got more talent in your pinky than he has in his whole body. I paid three times what I pay to see Epps, him, and you're way better. And I'm going, when is all of this come together and pay off? So, again, I'm not. I'm not bitter and angry, but fuck. In your core, dude, you're angry. And and and, and in, okay. And since you said all that from your side, let me tell you my side, so you hear what my side is. I've been on the road with you for two years. When we start this podcast, when you when we didn't have a date or whatever, and we needed to fill a podcast, I got in my car, I drove eight hours to your house. I've done this several times. Drove eight hours to your house, recorded a podcast, got back in my car, drove home. In that time, I, I spent my own money on gas, coming over to your place, getting it in there, eating, whatever I have to do there. I just I want to ask you this question. And this, and this, and this pisses me off, so I'm going to ask you the question. You can figure it out any way you want to. Not once did you say, hey, you know what? When you come out here, let me call Jamie. Let me get a spot for you at the store, at Laugh Factory. Let's go up. I'll get you a spot up. Dude, the whole time we've been together, and I'll never, ever, and you know me well enough to know, I'll never hit you up for a spot. I'll never, like, get, I'll never use your power for me. I'll never even ask for it. Not once. Not once, dude. Now, one time. I, you introduced me to Jamie. You didn't even say, dude, this dude's my opener. Funny as fuck. No, I did. No, you go, he's my opener. And then that was it. That was the end. Right. Dude, you didn't go, the funny as fuck. We should, dude, we got to get him a spot one day. Nothing. We went outside that night. This is what makes me. I'm gonna tell. This is what made you know. I'm gonna let it go. I'll let it go. With Please do. But before you let it go, I'm just gonna ask you this question, and then you can tell me as, as you let it go. My thinking is, why wouldn't you tell me that then? Why wouldn't you pull me aside right there and go, Aries? Here's what I thought. Here's what I feel. Why would you hold all of that in? Here's the here's the fucked up part uh, for that for for to answer that. One is, I don't want to be one of the many, many people in your life that use you. 
I don't want to be one of those people. And you're right. I should speak up for myself. I never wanted to be one of those people. I've said it on this podcast, and I'm going to say it to you again in your face. Let you blow up. I'm using you. Nigga, if you with your white ass, and I'm telling you Hollywood is for y'all. If you got there before I did, I don't give a fuck if I'm the faster rabbit and you're the turtle. If for some reason you pass me and you get in because you got the complexion for the protection for the collection, as Paul Mooney would say, nigga, I'm using you. I, I, fine. And that would be rightfully, you brought me with you on this ride, but there's times, and this is where, this is where I make up for you. This is where, in my head, the, 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 the other part of me kicks in and goes, Andy. That's why it was important that I had to had the very first part of the story when you were 17 years old. This is a dude who didn't come up the same way as you. This is a dude who went from being on these showcases to almost headlining, going on bus tours. He didn't have to go in and fucking kiss Jamie's ring to get up on his stage. You didn't do that. So also, in my head, I have to realize you don't even think about it that way because you didn't have to do it. But we were outside, and we're talking to Theo, and, Andy, and Theo said to me, after, right after you introduced me to Jamie, I don't know if you remember this night, but you, we're outside, and Theo goes, man, are you getting up? And I go, no, nah, man, they don't fuck with me here in Hollywood. And Theo goes, they should. They should be fucking with you. Welcome to my life. So, I hear that all the time. Yeah, but you, I'm someone that I'm with daily. And can do something about it, and that fucking grates on me. I'm gonna. I, I never said, "Hey, Aries, give me a spot." But here's the things that you do that make me uncomfortable. In the same vein, we had the podcast. And let me just before you say, I'm just. I'm, Go ahead. I'm, no, I, I want you. To I don't want to take everything. you off your point, but no, I, do, I want so you. So I don't I, forget my. Yeah. But just so you know, and I, and this ain't a fucking rub it in your face thing. I hear what you're saying. But I also make note to go because I know Andy don't make as much as I make. I know because you're not where I'm at. When we go out, I try to pay for everything. I try to pay for everything, yeah, every yeah. meal, every drink. Yeah, you, I try to do what I can. And at the same time, when we have inexpensive meals, I buy because I don't ever want you to feel like you're being taken advantage of. And two to that, before we even get let, – let, let's, let's go on this right now. We'll get back to what I said before. I say that at the same time, I'm aggravated that you even think about it this way, that you pay for it. I Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I think that you should pay for everything. I, and, and oh! No, and this is why. The Jew is spoken, yeah. folks. Here's the truth. Yeah, and this is the reason why. Because <laughs> I used to feel bad that you paid for everything, and I always would try to buy when I could or put some money down. or do. And then it offended me recently because I thought about this. When I go out on the road with you, I turn down making money from you. I, I, bring, your, I bring your T-shirts. I, 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 if I can, I bring your T-shirts. So I save you money on shipping when I can. I order your shirts. You've never this placed, is a good podcast. You've never <laughs> this placed, is yeah, juicy. Yeah. Go ahead. You've never placed an order for T-shirts. I take all care of your orders. I make sure they show up. I put your stuff out. I take care of all that stuff. I bring it out. I fly it back home. To my detriment, when I wanted to ship something back, and I ended up having to buy a suitcase so I could bring your shit back. Mm-hmm. I, I convinced you to make more money on the road by doing this. You don't do T-shirts when I'm not on the road with you. So I think easily every single time I'm on the road with you, you easily clear an extra $1,000. Right. So, so you want your cut, huh? No, I don't want my cut. <laughs> but I don't want to have to feel bad if, because you got food. And I do. And I do feel bad I about it. I came up with a new character. You want your cut, yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, 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 see? Okay, no, go ahead. But, but I mean, if I'm making you money right. on the road, and you're buying me some food because I'm on the road with you, 
And, and you have to, and, and you're right, I don't make as much as you, and so it does. It's, it, it affects me a lot different. I tell you sometimes, I don't want to take an Uber, because that's $10. Tonight, like, like uh, Thursday, my, my, my cut was, uh, my, I make $100 off that show, right? right? So $100, if I took, let's say we're out of town and I'm getting $100 for the set, and I take a $10 Uber, I lost 10% of my money just taking a car. If I take a car and I pay for Uber and half my and, and my food and let's say it's $25, I lost 25% of what I'm making. By the time I get home, there's no money left. By the time there's flights, right. there's a hotel. And I've never I've never tried to hit you up for very I really have tried to keep my shit minimal because I look at you as someone and not as a victim, but as someone who's been fucked with for a long time financially. Well, and here's my thinking, and, 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 and again, I'm not debunking anything you said, because I really didn't see it that way. And now that you're bringing it to me, I'm going, all right. But I thought, well, damn, dude, I'm taking you on the road, so now you, you're, you're making money where you hadn't made it before, and when you make some of the re- connections with these clubs that go, yeah, we'll give you some days where I'm not even involved, now you can go back to that club and make even more money. So I thought, yeah. And it would be great, but the reality is, and here's where we go back to doing long sets and some of the things, the people remember me connected to you. They make money off you. They don't make money off me. The places that I go back to are usually places that I've created on my own. They're not places that I got from working with you. There's very few places that are, and only recently has there been some communication from it. And I've had to work past... Listen... This is America. People don't have to like you to make money. But if they make money on you, they're going to have you. You have a lot of situations on the road, and you know it, where they don't necessarily are your, are, are your personal fans, but they're the fans of the money you make them. But that doesn't make it easy for me to get into that door because right. I went with you. It actually makes it harder. Right. And so, and this is, but, but dude, when you, take, it, take all that said, and a great relationship... Me and you on the road, I will take that shitty relationship with the club and working with you as long as I'm advancing my comedy and I'm getting better. Because I enjoy being on the road with you. You are fucking great, man. You're a good dude on the road. You're funny to hang out with. You want to have a good time despite a lot of other shit that goes on in your life. You uh, are seriously, and this is why I tell people this all the time. People say, well, I've seen Aries on... uh, uh, on YouTube, he's all right. Yeah, I've seen Aries. He's funny. I saw him on Mad TV. He was really funny. I was like, dude, whether they think you're really funny, great, okay, you got to see you live. And this is the thing. When you hit the stage, dude, your presence, your, your, your energy on stage, even when I've been with you and I know that you don't even feel good or bad shit's fucked up in your head, you got some fucking bullshit going on. And there's a night in particular, I'm not even going to say what it is, and it wasn't that long ago, where there was some fucked up shit going on around you. And I watched you hit that stage, and you took everything that was going on, and you put it all into that set. And jokes that I've heard you do for the last whatever amount of years were brand new. They just had that energy, that pop, that fucking, you have that. And when I hear you talk about Hollywood and not getting your fair shake, and get it, it, may, it makes me irritated. But then on the other hand, I listen to other things that you say. And you say, uh, 
Hollywood's a good looking business. Hollywood's this kind of business. And then you say to yourself that you're trying to lose weight because you need, you haven't given some things a fair shot. I'm going to tell you, you're right. And this is one of the things that bother me. This is one of the things that makes me want to go ahead and move on because dude, you would have a TV series right now. If you took your shit seriously, lost the weight, got your jaw, even half of what you had when you were on mad TV Dude, you're a great actor. I saw that fucking shit that you didn't like. The uh, not that you didn't like it, but you thought it was okay acting. The the recent thing that you did with the uh, the movie, yeah, the movie Chase. Chase, right? Dude, you're a great actor. Your energy level, you bring the same thing that you bring on stage to the character that you play. When you put yourself into it, when you're in it, you're a great actor. You have a right to be irritated about the things that have happened to you, but I'm going to tell you, I'm starting to believe that you don't have a right to be irritated at the things that haven't happened to you. Because you're not... We, we just had that episode on Kobe. You're not Kobe. You are a person who came with great skills, amazing talent, and you're getting outworked. No, listen, I'm not... Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're wrong. You know, uh, I don't. I don't know if <clears throat> Will Smith came up with the quote, uh, but whoever came with it, it's a great quote, and I get it. Where it goes, you know, uh, hard work beats talent. If talent doesn't work hard, um, and I'm not making excuses. You are right. I'm telling you, you're right. I don't know if you remember when we did that the podcast episode in Florida with Neri. And remember, I read that long yeah. fucking email. And remember, I got emotional a little bit. Yeah, that's because. Listen, dude, and I'm probably one of the most vain motherfuckers on the planet. I, you know, knock on wood, I'm almost nervous to even say it. Like, I still feel like, like, I really feel in my depths of my soul. Hey, dude, yes, if I drop 30 pounds, if I got a six-pack, if I got a jawline again, a real one, with my looks and my charisma and this and that and the other, yeah, I could be that. So logic tells you, well, then why don't you be that? Because I'm not done yet. I'm not ready yet. And as much as I try to get myself to be ready, as many failed attempts as I've made to go, all right, this is it. I'm going to get out of this bed. I'm going to work out. I'm going to take these fucking cleanse pills. I'm going to do this and this. And I'll take those steps. But then I, somewhere I go, I'm not ready yet, man. My, I, my head... And, and, dude, I know this sounds like excuses, and I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm trying to be honest. I don't even want to call it depression because, you know, black people, we don't believe in that. But there are days, I swear to God, Andy, there are days when I don't want to get out of bed. I'm frozen, man. I'm paralyzed, and I just go, you know, I can't take no more. When I've said to you and you said to me, yo, you should go on a vacation. There are times where I would love to put this mic down and just say, fuck it for a minute. But it's hard because I got so many fucking obligations to people and shit I got to do. And I'm just like, I would love to tell the world, get the fuck off me for a second. Get the fuck off me. Let me breathe. And I can't breathe sometimes. And, and I just, I got to go. I can't quit. 
I got to get up. I got to keep going. Sometimes I don't have to fight. I just don't have to fight. But I'm fighting. So when I get past whatever this is that I got to get past, maybe then I can go, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm just not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But I'm trying to get ready. But you're taking it out on I know. the wrong. I, I know. And Hollywood. And every, no one. I know that we just covered it. Okay. I'm not bitter and angry, but I'm bitter and angry. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out how to get out of this. Because if I can get out of this, I'm going to go. Yeah. Dude, it's. But it's, 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 I'm telling you. It's like a fucking weight on your body, and you 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 and you you you're going, all right, all right, all right, all right. Get up, get up, get up. How do you get it off? How do we shake it off today? How do when you go for something, time and time again, an audition, a meeting, whatever it is, and it always pans out the same way? No, door slam. A meeting that goes nowhere. A bunch of time and money and effort wasted. One big jerk off after another. It's so easy for people to say it. And that's, this is why, again, we, when we did the Rocky thing, which is why I love the Rocky movie so much. And, and Rocky Balboa, when he tells his son, it ain't about how hard you hit, how hard you get hit, and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. How many hits can you take? Before you go, I can't answer the bell no more. Yeah, but you and I want to say this to you because this is something that unfortunately you miss sometimes. Yeah, you you've taken hits and you've gotten up, but dude, you're more successful than ninety five percent of people in show business. You've had successes. You are still working. You sell tickets. Dude, that's not everybody's case scenario. Sometimes people who who are making it. But because they have aspirations for more, forget to look at what they have achieved. And you are in that situation a lot of times. And when I say this, and I mean it, because all the answers are in some of the things that you said. Hey, I saw Kevin Hart. You were, uh, I saw his show. You were whatever times better. And his show was, what, four times as much? Right. Um, that's, that's, again, like we just said, that's you are... You have the talent, and you, but you like you. But it's it's the work, and you have everything that you said is on your shoulders. And I get what you're saying, and it's hard. But only you change that, and so you know those are the things that it's hard to be in your circle because you come with all that, and you're trying. And you're having a hard time getting it. And I know you said black people. What did you say? Black people don't believe in therapy or whatever? Like, yeah, I'm being funny. Yeah, I know you're being I, therapy. Yeah, but we need it. Everybody needs it. And I don't know what it is that you need or, the, or what's going to happen to spark what you have. But I I got to tell you, the only one, you know, when I said that you were, uh, you're one of the miss most, in, and I said this to Tara the other day. I said, Aries is one of the most misunderstood people in this business, even to himself. I'm curious to know what she said. She just looked at me. She goes, what? And, oh. I, and I go, 
I think Aries is trying to figure out who not only his place in this business, but who he is, not just in his business, but in his life, in his world, in his family, in his kids. And I don't think that you've ever have slowed down long enough to even look around and go, this is this is what this is what I have. This is my accomplishments. Where do I go from here? I think you're so busy wanting to get to that next step and feeling the weight of everything that you're not allowing yourself to reward yourself enough to go forward. How can you reward yourself if you're not looking at what you have accomplished? Dude, how many people have... You're, 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 you live in L.A., dude. You know how many people go out every day to try to work. And most people... The truth about Hollywood is it's millions because most people don't even make it to the place where they even get auditions. Most of those people get weeded out. And then there's the people who get the auditions, but nothing ever happens for them, and they get weeded out. Before we even sat down to do this podcast today, you talked about how many uh, uh, sitcoms uh, George Clooney went through. 21. And how many did Dave Chappelle go through? I don't think he went through a lot. He went through... uh, um, Barry Katz talks about a lot of different ones. And, you know, you... You're getting them. Whether or not you're getting them, but you're still in the room. Which, that means your name is in the room. If your name is in the room, you're still part of this business in a way that is ahead of 95% of the people in this business. It's your work. It's you, on you that has to change. How you present yourself. That's why I'm saying, from the littlest thing of getting your times right so that the comedy club owners are excited about you, so that everybody change it. Because, dude, I have been your, fr- your friend for at least two years. We've been together for three years, basically, on the road. But at least two years, we've been friends. And, <sighs> and I know who you are. And I love that person. That's why I can sit down and have this conversation. I could do that Kobe one. I can do all this stuff and still feel the way that I feel about you because it's honest. And I, and I love you as I love you, man. I really do. But you have things that you have to do for yourself. And man, if I, if I was in your situation and I'm not in your situation, so I really can't even say the next statement because I'm not in your situation. I would do your stuff. I would do your comedy. I would cut all the other shit off. I'd make my money and I'd work on, on me for six months and then come back. I would disappear. I would go on the road. I would be out of that Hollywood stuff. And I would, I would give yourself six months, not whatever it takes to, to you feel better about yourself. Not just the way you look, but about yourself. And you got to get rid of people that make you feel that way. You have a lot of people. I, I don't know all the people in your life, but you, I know that I'm not the one making you feel this way. And I feel the, shit, I feel the pain that you go through being around you. And why I wouldn't want to do this anymore? Because I don't need that. I don't deserve that. I came into this, I have been, I feel like I've been more than just your opener. I feel like I've been a friend and a good person. So so let me me do this. Let me cut to the chase now. Um, Because here's the million-dollar question. And again, before I ask it, let me say this to you again. I can respect any person. (laughs) You don't have to really. I do. Who can put their ego aside. And say, I made a mistake, I apologize, and most importantly, I'm correcting the behavior. So, unless I'm hearing you different, I feel like your answer to this should be one way, which is this. And and listen, before you said some of the shit you said, like I said, I didn't know. I just didn't know. 
And some of the shit you said, I'll take blame and go, you know what? He right. So unless there's something you're not telling me, unless there's something deep down inside that you just won't be truthful about, if everything you said based on what I've heard is accurate, if I did everything that you needed and felt was fair and right, you would still want to walk away from this? You answered that question on why I would walk away from this and what you just said to me. What do you mean? If I, you said, if you did everything that I felt was right, right, I would still want to walk away from it. And that's not what I want from you. I don't want you to do what I want. No, 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 no but it's important because we make changes for other people. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I know, no, but no, I'm, no, being... no, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm speaking to the character of me now. Okay. So let's put this on me because this is about me, right? Yeah. yeah. What I'm saying to you is I understand what you're saying. I didn't see it that way before. Either A, because I didn't know, or B, because I just, I made the mistake. I agree with you. When you said to me, yo, um, a lot of people have it in their deals where the feature stays at the same hotel as them. Or any hotel. Or any hotel. Yeah. Again, I didn't know that. I didn't really know that. I thought the procedure was, yo, the feature pays for his own room or he stays in the condo. And a lot of times when we've been on the road and I go, yo, what hotel are you staying in? And you go, I'm staying the same one as you. I like that because it means neither one of us has to take an Uber to the other when it's time to do the podcast. It's just a, a walk to the elevator or whatever floor you're on. And when we did hang out, it wasn't, oh, okay, we're done hanging out. Now I got to go get a ride back to my room. You got to take an Uber way back to your spot. We stayed in the same spot. We in the same car. Yeah. So I actually prefer that. So it's like, okay, boom. The hotel thing, I get. You're right. Whatever the costs are for T-shirts, this, 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 and this, it's my shit. I should be paying for my own shit. I should have been got a square. As a man, I shouldn't let you do or depend on you for nothing. As a friend, if you choose to do that, that's always nice. But as a man, a man should stand on his own. A man should take care of his own. So as my friend, you did those things, and I thank you. But if I'm being uh, aware of your plight, how could I not be sensitive to, yeah, he don't make as much money as you. So therefore, don't put any burdens on him that would cause him to be in a, in a spot. I get all that. Listen, if you would have said to me the thing about Jamie, I'd have did it that night. I'd have been like, oh, shit, word. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Jamie, Jamie. I just didn't think that way. So I'm going to lean back to this. And look, man, at the end of the day, if you really want to call this quits, it is what it is. I can't change that. And I'm not going to force you, and I'm not, I don't want to beg you. But I'm going to just go back to my original thing. I, I'm almost seriously upset that this is not – and I'm not looking at this uh, as some sort of – or whatever and when I say this dude please believe me man as good as an actor as you think I am I ain't that good so those tears you y'all heard them emotions that was real my only regret is I wish people could have saw it not because I want to get an acting job 
because I think people should see that side of me. Confirmation. To, to dispel some of the bullshit. Yeah. And I'm and I'm saying, dude. And I, I once upon a time ago, I didn't listen to the podcast. I was always cringy to hear myself or watch myself. But as I listen week to week, I became a fan. And I hope that doesn't seem vain. But I'm a fan of what we talk about. I'm a fan of the way we talk about it. I'm a fan of the chemistry, of the comedy. I'm a fan of what everybody else is a fan of. And I'm just listening to this thing going, yo, I believe we're on to something. Based off what people are saying, I believe we're on to something. And I think between the Kobe episode and this one, if there were, if there were award nominations for podcasts... We'd be in the running. You know that we win. There, there are awards. But, but we'd be I don't in the think running. we're going to be in the running. But, well, but I do. No? I do. Just because you haven't discovered it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, you're right. It just hasn't been discovered yet. But it's always been there. So I'm just going. And this is my final thing. Out of fairness. Now, this is where I will throw something in your face. Yeah, throw it at me. All right. So of all the things you said about you should foot the bill and you should do this, and I agree, I agree. Wait, I don't really mean that you no, should I know, foot the I know, bill. but I know where you're coming from. Yeah. I'm going to say two years ago when you weren't on the road, now you've been on the road. You've done these gigs. You've made this money. You've been able to sell your merch. Uh, you've made these connections with these clubs and whatnot that will carry on without me, um, which is all good. And again, 730 days we've been doing this. Now, obviously, the problems were more than two days. They've been mounting up, but I'm hearing about it. Um, I think it's fair to give us a shot. And, and, I, and I think for you to walk away from this, knowing what we got, knowing what we could have, is it not only it's insane, it's podcast suicide, but it's a little unfair. Not just to me. But to the people that listen to this, because there's no way, there's no fucking way. And I promise you, I believe after people hear this one, emails are coming and they're going to say things like, man, that was inspirational. I appreciate that. That was real shit. There's a short supply of that in this world and people need it. So why would you deny people who need it? It's not that I want to deny anybody that needs it. And, and and maybe I underestimate the uh, the value of of myself to to others, but I need I want to succeed at doing comedy, and I feel like where where we were we, where we have been headed is not success. I feel like um, success creatively. Creatively, I think our podcast, I think we have a very interesting perspective that we bring to a podcast. So what do you mean when you say not success? I, I want to be a successful comic, not just a podcaster. Okay. I want, I want to do comedy. And uh, I want you to, I, I do want you, dude, I've always wanted the best for you. I've always tried to do whatever okay. I could. But, we, but that being said, sometimes changes are made because we need to make them. And I and, and where we when we left off, and I said, I, I okay, I'm done. I didn't I didn't say I was done. You said it. You went on your you went on your Instagram. You told everybody it was over. Uh, and I and at that point, I told you. You asked me a long time ago. You said, what What do you do that's distinctly Mexican? And I guess 
I figured out what it was is that when I don't like my job anymore, I'll get another job because there's other jobs. I appreciated you and everything that we've done together. I appreciate that. I, I think that I, I mean, other people t- have taken me out, but no one's taken me out on the road as you have. I believe that uh, I would have been on the road, but I appreciate everything that you did. So I do, I do feel connected to you and that I feel that my work is connected to you. And I didn't want to throw this away. It's just that's how this came together. You came together because we right. ended it. But that being said, man, I mean, if we can work something out, we will work something out. But, I mean, do you want a conclusion on the episode that we're like, oh, we're going to be – we, we have things to work through. Okay. So we work through them. But as you work through them, you know, you work through them with a purpose. You, again – I hear what you're saying about, you know, you don't like your job, but, but this is more than just a job. You're, you're right. But this you, is more I, than that. It was a little hyperbole about being Hispanic, about being a Mexican. But a lot of times, like I said, you know, when you want to do things in life and the job gets in the way, then you have to right, just, lose I the job. I, I, but I don't want to get too far away from that. But when you say, okay, be a better comic and be a comic, how is it stopping you from being a comic? Uh, it's not. But it, 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 I don't want to fight with someone that I'm doing this kind of work with. I don't okay, want to okay. have these, these But you these hear what go- you're saying? Yeah. I'm saying to you, take all that out of the equation. But Look at it like this. Okay, I heard what you said. And, I, and, I, and when I say this, I don't mean it like this, like I'm the boss. I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying, let's say you just use the job. Your job and you don't like your job, you quit your job. Okay, your boss, for the first time your boss heard everything you said. You vented. He didn't know. Now he knows. Boom, you get a raise. Like, like, don't, like make, let's make it better. But Don't walk away from I it. I understand what you're saying, but l- let's look at it like this. If I owe a bunch of money, and uh, I, owe, I owe a whole bunch of money, and I, don't, I can't go to people and go, hey, I got this lottery ticket. I'm going to be able to pay all these bills. Yeah, you heard me, but you have to make these changes. This, has not, this isn't about me, Aries. This is honestly about can you do these things for yourself? Not for me, not for the podcast. Because the podcast isn't going to get better. Our relationship doesn't get better. Your working relationship doesn't get better until you're happy with Aries. Okay, but Aries working on Aries is just that. That has nothing to do with this podcast. It does because I deal with what you go through because I work with you this way. You affect the people around you. Okay. Here's the deal, Andy. You either... Give it a shot, or you, or you don't. So I want to make sure I understand you. You're not even willing to give it a shot? I'm telling you, we have some things to work out, but I'm, I told you we, we could work it out. If we needed to work it out, we can work it out. Okay. I, I, here's my thing. You, you want a conclusion on the podcast? No, I just want to know what works. Listen, and I hate, look, this is where my pride kicks in, because I don't want to sound like I'm begging you, because I'm not. You're not. But I want clarity on what do you mean when you say work it out? Work it out meaning, yo, we'll still continue to do the podcast, see how it goes. If everything is A-OK, it's business as usual. But, or does it mean we'll work it out with a different resolution, because my head is really out the door? I just want clarity on what that means. I need to know how this is going to progress forward. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Because when you cancel the podcast, I mean, let's be honest. You went online. And you said it's out there. And it's out there. You called your manager. You, you I didn't took, call my manager. Well, you emailed your manager. Oh, you're talking about the other thing. Yeah. And right. I was off. 
We were done. You told me we were done. Okay, and here's the thing. You, here's what's funny. You ready? It can be undone. I don't give a fuck what's out there. Listen, if I cared about what was out there based on what people say about me and feel about me, well, then fuck, what am I doing this for? I don't care what's out there. What I care about is can you and will you change perception? And as far as, oh, well, I told my agent no more road dates, that's a phone call. Hey, man, we had a beef for a second. Now the beef's gone. I get that. But the situation stays the same if you can't do the things that you need to do. All right. Okay. I still don't feel like I have clarity on what that means, but all I can tell you is what I told you. I heard you loud and clear. I respect everything you're saying. I get it now. And, again, this ain't got nothing to do with, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trembling in fear. No. I'm, I'm not an asshole, and, I, and, I, and I'm – believe in making things right. So if I can make things right, uh, I'll we, make them right. Yeah, we can put something together. But we have to work towards this. This is like anything else. We just keep working. Right. Is that the key? Because that, for me, is the key. That's what I want to make sure I'm understanding. We just, you, those words, we just keep working. working. So if, because if, to me what that means is, all right, so the dates that you were going to do, if you're still going to do them, which means we'd, we'd still be together, us doing the podcast would be us still working. So is that what we're doing? I feel like a bitch. Like, what is this? Where is this going? What does this mean? <laughs> we have to look at those dates and we have to find out what's workable. But we can still do this. Now I feel like you're being pedantic. No, I'm not. Uh, I was thinking, I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking. I, I would like to pick one one date a month and for us to do the podcast and we can clip out three hours of podcast and put out to fill up the month. It's, it's 45 minutes, four shows, four shows a week. uh, So now we're doing 45 minutes, 45 to an hour, 45 to an hour. Like we always do. Uh Uh-huh. We usually do an hour, hour and change, but it don't got to be hour change. Yeah. An hour. And we look and we, right now we've only been doing one show a month, the last two months. I know, but you know, in, in March, in March, I think, it was practically on the road every week. Well, I think that we need to look at that and, and put down the dates that actually make sense. Because some dates and some places, I don't sell any T-shirts. And I don't make money when, I'm on the, when, I, when I don't sell any T-shirts. I, I mean, I would like to do this in a way that, I, I, that... Listen, going back to what you said also, um, you did take me on the road. It, I did get better. This has been valuable to me. I'm not denying any of that. But I also have to. I also have to admit that I I have uh, uh, debt because uh, some of these don't pay. I have bills that I owe now, uh, and that's fine. But I need to maximize what I make and, and minimize what I spend right now. Yeah, I got that. Makes sense. So uh, yeah, I'd still if we can figure out a way to put all that together and make it work for both of us. And make our podcast solid and good, which I think our podcast has been really good lately. I think they've been really good. Uh, I don't think they. Were, I thought they were good before, but I mean, lately I really have enjoyed right. the podcast. Um, yeah, I would like to keep doing it, but it has to. It just has to work. And and, and I, dude, I really want you to work. I, I you're going to take this the wrong way. If I haven't taken it the wrong way. Just yet. Yeah, because you're going to take it the wrong way because it's not about you. You it's fuck gonna, my woman? No, it's going to be about uh, uh, the podcast. I oh. really think that if you have an opportunity to do an Aerie Spears uncut fire 
podcast, even if it was 30 minutes long and you did it once a week. I think you should be doing that. I think you need to do everything to outwork the rest of the competition, which is this is just one part of your job. And if you have another podcast where you're doing the Fire and Brimstone Aries Spears podcast, for, the, for your fans that want it, your uncut, 100%, smack them in the face. Because there's things that you say on the podcast that I don't want to do. Like now, what? You don't remember when we were, you went out with Matt Reif? Yeah. And and you and he told you those stories about Dan Cook, right? Right. And you said right. you weren't going to say Dan Cook's right, name, right. but then you said, "Well, it's a dog," and, right. and everybody knew it was Dan Cook, right? Dude, you don't understand. Did Matt tell you you could go say those stories on the air? He didn't say I couldn't. Well, but do you you understand Matt though has to go work at the com the right. laugh factory right. and Jamie's relationship, even though it's right. strained with Dane. That puts him in a bad position. Right. That puts makes him uncomfortable. Maybe Dane has a show, drops in, and he goes, "Yeah, I'll I'll do a set, but I don't want to do it with him on the on the same lineup." Right. I I'm your I'm your podcast partner. I I'm trying to get dates. I I'm outside the the universe of comedy when I go to Hollywood. I'm trying to get in, and I have people that don't like me because we've talked shit about them. That isn't helping me. You need a podcast because you can sell tickets. You can defend yourself. See, again, this is something you're just telling me. I know, but I, I'm telling you right now. because but you're, you're telling me right now. But I, like, why wouldn't you tell that to me when it happened? Because we agreed before we went on that podcast that you weren't going to say his name. No, but you know the part where you go, there are people who have said something about you because like, we've talked shit about them. Yeah. I'm hearing that for the first time. Well, you, but you need a podcast that you can do that, though. You need 30 minutes that you can say whatever the fuck you want uncut. You need 40 minutes if that's what it turns into. You need an hour if that's what it turns into. You, this isn't the only podcast that I think you should be doing. When I'm talking about outworking them, you have a platform. People like what you have to say. Everybody, I, I'll take all the positive emails that you got. You read the negative ones, though. We want we we don't like Andy. We want uncut Aries. We want Aries raw. Okay, want, okay. People are gonna say that, but that's, that's fine. But why? But, would, but but you have an audience for that too. Here's something. So you why say, wouldn't you do two here, podcasts? Here's something you said to me yesterday in the green room when you go. Uh, you know, people will people get on Andy hard, and, and and they say to me, Andy, people fuck with you and blah. And you go, dude, I don't give a fuck. I don't. But you do. No, no, I really don't. And, Andy, 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 Andy. Listen, that to me is like when athletes go, man, I don't read the papers. Fuck the critics. Yeah, they do. It's a human natural trigger slash instinct to, I'm not saying you got to give a fuck, but but to, hey, what's going on over there? And whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, it's just human instinct to... I don't want to say give a fuck, but curiously give a fuck. But see, this is the difference. I know it bothers no. you a little bit. For for I, I guess everything. There's a percentage. why would you say that if it didn't bother you? People call uncut Aries, and I don't like Andy because why I would still you read say it. That? Because I still read it. But why? Why? Why are you reading it? Because I like to hear what people say, and ah, I like to hear what people say. So you give a fuck? No. What I'm trying to say You can't is, like what people say you know, only when it's good. That's what I'm saying. I don't mind when they dislike me. I think it's kind of fun. No, but I it bothers do. you a little bit. No, because I I I've affected them. And all we do as comedians is affect people. And I didn't affect them the way that I may have wanted to, but I, they're they're affected. The worst thing anybody can say to me is I wouldn't care if he was on it or off it. That would upset me. <laughs> 
But if they're saying Aries uncut, and, and I've gotten some of the emails where they go, dude, lose Andy. Yeah. He's not that funny. He doesn't do this and this. So they're saying that. Yeah, but that's fine because they don't understand what it is that I do do then. Okay, but wh- whether they understand it or not, and not everybody's going to like you. And that's fine. And, okay, but if it's fine, fuck them. No, but I'm saying and this isn't about me. This is it about, is a, bit, no, a little bit. No, this is about you and what you could do. Your footprint in entertainment is much different than my footprint. Okay, I'll agree with you on this. Um, I love the fact that you said outwork. So if I had this podcast and maybe another one, like I had two, I got this one and I got my own. All right, I actually kind of, I'm not opposed to that. Um, my bottom line is just this, though. I could see if it was like, yo, we've taken this as far as we could take it, and there's nowhere else to take it. Fucking, we're done. What's exciting to me about this podcast and what stresses me out about starting my own is starting at zero. When I look at Joey Diaz, whoever, uh, the people who have been doing it a long time, and I'm looking, I go, damn, episode 556. You bet your ass they have found their legs. They know their voice. They know their audience. They know their stride. They know their rhythm. They are defined. And, and whatever success that brings in terms of money made, monetization, or ability to put asses in the seats at comedy clubs and now theaters, whatever comes with that success, that longevity, I'm going, dude, I think we're pretty fucking good. And we're at episode 136. What could we be at 300? What could we be at 500? Yeah, maybe theaters where it's just me and you or just you because now that audience is so popular. Crazy money. Why would you walk away from that? If we stunk, yeah, it makes sense. We don't stink. And I, I think we're on to something. To walk away from that prematurely when you have yet to explore what you could be, that's crazy. But I, I'm not walking away, number one. I know, but you, 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 you made it pretty clear as much as between the time I saw you on Thursday and right now, you've been making it. The vibe I've been getting is, dude, there's nothing you're going to say. He's done. Dude, when you canceled the podcast, I, in my own head, had to go, okay, he, can, he controls that. He can take me off the road. He wants to can so that's what we do. I know, I know, but let's don't. Here's what I'm saying, man. Don't diminish. Don't cancel out the human factor. At the end of the day, I'm still a human. I get I, that. I, I, a human that made a mistake. I get and that. And I'm apologizing for it. And after hearing you, I'm going. You know what? There's some things you got to make right. So if I'm willing to do all that, I'm just saying out of fairness. Just give it a shot, man. I Let's told you. I told you out. we could work. We could work through this. But what I, what you're saying, we could work this out. We can work this out. But that has a lot, a lot of work. I have to communicate with you better when I'm not happy with something. Yes. And you have, and you have to make changes to the things that you have done, not by just what's happening with me and you. Because I believe right now, honestly, right now, I believe that if tomorrow we were on the road and I said, I could go to you, Aries, I don't like how we're doing this and this and this, and you would go, okay, let me think about that. I believe really right now at this moment you would go, let me think about that. And then you would come back and you would give me whatever and we'd work it out. I believe that that's true. 
Yeah. I do believe that that's true. But these aren't just the things that are happening between me and you. You have a lot of things that need to line up for you to be the person that I want to go on the road with and do work with because those things affect you dramatically when we're on the road. They affect you. I want the best for Ari Spears. I want the best for myself, but I do want the best for you. And I will hope when you say that you want to make those changes, that those changes are something you're going to do for yourself, not for the podcast, not for uh, anyone else other than Aerie Spears, because those are the things that were going to make you able to outwork other people. Here, here. So y'all heard it. <laughs> uh, trial and error, baby. Uh, until further notice, uh, under construction. That's not to say that we're done, but we're under construction. So just bear with us. And listen, man, I may really take you up on that because I think that's good advice. You know, I, 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 I may do my own. Um, and, and listen, maybe uh, in the transition, if you still feel how you feel and you still feel like you want off, you know, I would like to, to quote my man from Goodfellas, let's not stagger out like a bunch of hobos. Like, let's classy make the transition, you know? I, I'll, I'll work on getting my own thing together so that what I would like to have happen, if you choose to go, hey, man, I really need to bounce. You can bounce, but when you bounce, the very next week, my shit premieres. So I don't lose rhythm. I don't lose. There's not a two-month gap between Spears and Steinberg ended and my shit coming out where people go, eh, it's been too much. Two months. Well, you know, you I'm know, not thinking about it no more. You know more. how Paul McCartney did that, right? How you do it? It was when he was with the Beatles, and John Lennon said he was going to leave the band, uh-huh. and so then Paul McCartney said, "Okay." And then a, got him a, shot a month before uh, before uh, they, he said, "Don't announce it till this time, so we can get right. the album out." Right. So the week before, I think it was the week before the album came out. Right. Paul McCartney said he was leaving the band. Oh, word! Yeah. So he <laughs> finagled him. Finagled him so that he can make his right. his his exit the right. primary exit. Oh wow. So. See, they were done already. They were done. That's 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 conniving shit. We'll figure it out. Listen, listen. The other thing that I didn't say in this whole thing is the other thing that makes me want to do it is, and I said this to Aries when he he said, "Do this. Let's do the Kobe episode." I want to do the episode for the people that listen, dude. I and I got to tell you, even more so because this happened with the people that reached out, the people who taught. I mean, I really. I have a hard time with this word, and I'll say it, but it's going to make me cringe when I say it. Nigga? Fans, man. Fans. 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 I don't think, like, I've never thought of, like, having fans. I know a lot of people, I see comics all, the, my fans. I'm like, you don't have fans, dude. You have people that like some jokes you've said. I have fans. You have fans. So you you're saying that to say what? You know, there, there are fans of the podcast. And then yeah. I found out there's some fans for me. And, uh, Welcome to it, nigga. No, but you know, now I, here's what I'm gonna tell you. This is what I don't like. <laughs> you sitting here going, "I got fans," but you pressure me about, nigga. You don't say to Jamie so I can get some spots. Well, nigga, you can't have Black Mamba it if you're gonna have the mentality of put me on stage so I can be a better comic, so I can further my career and and make it so that I matter in the comedy world, nigga. You got to take all of it, yeah. which means you got to have fans. So don't get all shy and follow who fans. Yeah. Like you don't want it when you do. Well, I do want it, but I mean, I, it's hard for me the, 
to comprehend that. And then with you, I'm going to say this is a very weird relationship that I don't think some people understand. Um, I'm 10 years older than Aries. But in this relationship, you're my you're my mentor in this relationship. You're my if if there was a father son relationship, it's the weirdest thing. Because sometimes in life, I think I'm I, I can help mentor you in certain things and have said things in the past. But in other times, you've been in this Hollywood business and game for so long that my age, I think Seinfeld has said ten plus however many years you've done comedy right. is your age. You're way older than me, and so I look to you as that person. And if you don't. God, this sounds so small of me. And you're right. I have problems, too. We all have problems. But when I'm standing there with you and Jamie, if my, if, if my mentor, if the, if the person I look up to, the person who's taking me on the road, isn't feel comfortable enough to go to Jamie, dude, this dude's funny, man. You should get him up. Just on wasn't me. conscious of it. Yeah, but then, but in my head. I'm, I'm not saying I'm right about everything, either. I love it. Black mentor. That's, it's almost like you're uh, a Boston cop. And you just found out the new chief of police is black. <laughs> and now you're at O'Reilly's police bar and you're pissed off. They got a nigger in charge over there. Can you believe that? A nigger in charge. But I, I do look to you as that. And right. I, I don't want to say father figure because it's, it sounds weird. Because, but, it, dude, there, there is a, you're the person that if, if I can make you laugh, if I can make you say that this guy's funny, then I'm funny. But until I get that, it, it feels, you know, and, and I'm not saying you owe that. I'm just saying that's how I kind of feel. You know I operate in a fucked up way right. because I never find it, – it's, it's, it's so weird. I talked to Tara about this. Like, I actually have come home sometimes and go, I know I'm funny. I know I killed tonight. I know that I'm – and tomorrow, I'm going to hate everything I do. My jokes suck. I'm terrible. And I'm going to walk into uh, a club in New York and um, they're going to go, I, I'm going to go see the booker, the man, and I'm going to be like, oh, well. Yeah. Um, without saying the name, because I'm already taking notes, the, the Andy-isms, uh, to be smarter about don't shit where you eat. So I'm not going to say the name, but where am I going next week without you? Pussy ass. No. Yeah, but that wasn't my. So I'm going to feel the same way. Yeah. That was my the same and, way, and that was my fault. I'm doing a fundraiser for my kids. Uh, the, the, but I'm just saying, in regard to yeah. what you said, I'm yeah, funny because that's a ama- oh yeah, I know. But you do you know you're funny, you dude? When you when you go home at night and you go upstairs or you walk by your your media on, room, man. you've been doing this long enough to know. None of that means nothing. No, it doesn't mean shit. When you and you're get right in front of that crowd. And you're they right. Make you feel like you ain't shit. That's how you feel. No, you're right, and I'm not going to deny that. But there is something that at least, you know, that's why they give out trophies. And we have different kind of trophies that we're after in life. But trophies are to make you remember that moment when you were that. Right. And so sometimes when you get to go home and you have that, you can go. And this is where you're at. And you got to honestly admit that's where your head's at. That isn't where you thought you were going to be. Even I look at your house, it's a great house. Your media room, a great media room. Your car, a great car. But you didn't think that that, you had an expectation of where you're going to be, and that isn't it. It might be a lot to me. Right. But it's not where you thought you were going to be. And so we all live in that same space. Listen, there's no worse feeling than feeling like everybody in your classroom is graduating but you. You know, long story short, when Tiffany Haddish was at my house and she shot a skit, before she became Tiffany Haddish, she went, man, your house is nice. I hope to one day have a house like this. Cut to, I'm still in that house. Now that bitch has a house that can, I can put my house in. Her guest house. Her guest house. <laughs> so, you know, 
Nigga, I'm, I'm, everybody's got the cap and gown but me. But it's, 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 that's not the important part, though. I know, but I'm just saying. And, and you know what? And I guess when I come down to it, what I didn't say in this whole thing is I got into comedy to have fun, to right. enjoy my life. Right. And I, and I really want to do that. And comedy lets me do that. I don't feel uh, the way that I feel in anything else I've ever done in my whole life other than being a dad. And even in being a dad, I question whether I was a good enough dad. Mm. But in, 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 in comedy... It makes me want to go to work. It makes me want to do things. And I, that's why I've got to the point. And what I've realized success for me is going to be, really, truly for me, is to enjoy why I got up and did something that day. All right. Let me do this because I know we got to squeeze one more out and it'll probably end up being a 40-minute because we're on a time clock. Do me a favor. And I'm dead serious about this. Please, for me, make a list of the things that you would like to have happen to make shit for you easier on the road that makes sense and where you're not losing money because, and I, and this is why I'm telling you to do this because I'm telling you sometimes how I, how my brain is just like I didn't introduce you to Jamie or did that. I just don't, my mind just don't be. So unless you make a list for me, I'll be now. I under, I mean? And I understand that. That's why the first thing I said to you was you came up a, and this is what other comics need to understand about you before we sign off on this podcast. Other comics need to understand you did not come up the traditional way where you went to the clubs right. and then you got up at the clubs and you became a host and then right. a feature and then you got some headlining dates and you're going on the road with headliners. That's not how you came up. Right. So the things that I am ex- ex- have explained to you today, I knew were going to be slightly foreign to you because that's not how you did this. Right. And I've always respected that and never let it, ruin our relationship because I knew that's where you're coming from, but I never wanted to be the person who tried to overstep his bounds either. Right. So and that's where we are. So, all right, let's figure out something else. And you guys, uh, you heard a real podcast. I don't know what that means to you guys. And if you ever throw in my face that I cried, I'm going to choke you when you're not looking from behind and I, then fuck you in your anus. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you'll, after this podcast, you'll ne- never admit to it because no one saw it. Why? You don't. You don't have to. But they heard it. They heard it. I pulled the Mike Tyson. But you don't. Yeah. You know, I didn't. They didn't know the tears were just flowing down here. <laughs> I sounded like a bitch. Alright y'all. <laughs> Bye. Can you feel it, baby?